It's time for Fed Talk, the live show for Feds in the Know. From federal agencies to Capitol Hill, the attorneys of Shaw, Bransford, and Roth bring in experts from across the federal community to bring you inside the issues. Fed Talk is meant to provide general information about legal issues. However, the views expressed in this program are not intended to provide legal counseling. Listeners are cautioned not to rely upon any statements made in resolving legal issues they may face, but instead to consult with their own attorney about specific situations. Attorneys are not engaged in providing legal services while appearing on the program and are not responsible in any manner for the consequences that may stem directly or indirectly from reliance on any statement made during this program. Good morning and welcome to Fed Talk. I'm your host, Jason Breifel, and I hope you've recovered from your candy hangover from Halloween. We are now heading into the, the holiday season, and that means open season and the com- combined federal campaign time. And I'm pleased to be joined by two guests today that are going to be talking about some some new developments and some activity that you need to be putting on your radar so you can make decisions this, this holiday season. Joan Melanson from Long-Term Care Partners and Joyce Warner from the Federal Employee Education and Assistance Fund are, are going to be talking with us uh, respectively about open season and the, the virtual benefits fair that's, that's coming up in November and December, as well as some changes to the CFC, uh, as well as uh, FIA's offerings and, and new activities uh, that uh, benefit the federal community. Uh, thank you so much, June and Joyce, for being here with us today. Thank you, Jason. We're so happy to be here. <laughs> and and for our listeners, the way that we're going to organize the show today will will be in in the first half of the program. We'll we'll be talking with Joan about uh, what's on the radar for for open season. And the second half of the program, we'll be uh, speaking with Joyce about uh, what FIA is up to and uh, changes at the CFC. Um, so, Joan, uh, we're right around the corner. Uh, open season. What what's in store? What 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 do you what do we got for us at Long Term Care Partners? Well, I can't believe it's another open season. I mean, uh, tr- you know, close your eyes and it, it's uh, November and uh, all the holidays coming up. Um, open season begins a week from Monday. Can you believe that? November wow. 13th. It runs from the 13th of November through December 11th. And that gives you the four weeks uh, for feds to make um, any changes to their uh, benefits. Now, the way it works for feds, um, is that if you don't do anything at all, if you're one of those people on the inertia w- wave and uh, you don't do anything, you continue to get the same benefits that you had last year. And if you're happy with them, that works fine. The only exception to that would be FSA feds because you have to make your FSA elections on an annual basis. But otherwise, uh, things just continually happen. And for many people, it it, it works well. However, what we're saying is that conditions change, and that's on both fronts. Plans change, and your needs change, and it's always a good time. And when we hear this from many of the benefit experts, it's always a good time to take a peek. Look at what changes are happening. Match them up with your needs. You may save some money. You may be able to make some um, smart decisions. So that's what what's new, and we have something that will help you um, make it easier. It's called one-stop research and and um, and decision making, and it's called the virtual benefits fair. 
And what is the virtual and benefits what fair? is the virtual benefits fair? It's a very fancy way of saying instead of going to one of those uh, health fairs that you visit in your agency cafeterias where you walk around from table to table, you do this virtually, which means that 24/7 because you know we're a, a uh, we want it when we want it type of society from when open season opens on November 13th through December 11th, the virtual benefits fair is open. What that means is you go online once you register and you can look at all of the different benefit offerings. And what does and what does that mean? It means the 10 dental offerings that are available to feds, the four vision, the federal long-term care insurance program, benefits, and FSA feds. And what you can do from there is Look at the different plan offerings. You can snag a copy of the 2018 brochure and put it in your online briefcase. You can look at some comparisons. We have some comparison tools there. Um, You can visit the websites for all the different carriers by just one click. It's, It's really an aggregator. It's a way of putting everything under one roof, one roof so that you and your spouse or partner can look at it 24-7 during open season. Thanks, Joan. I, ha- I have a couple questions, and maybe these are questions that our, that our listeners may have. Given the that we have this this virtual benefits fair this year, will, the, will there still be uh, fairs inside agencies that employees can can attend to get this information as well, or is this the only place that, that federal employees can find this information? Well, Jason, that's a very interesting question. Um, we believe in uh, serving the different needs of the uh, clients out there. And I, I have always had the saying that we we offer information. Our mission is to offer information not only about uh, the dental and vision plans through our portal for enrolling in these plans. They come through the, the various carriers, but also the federal long-term care insurance program. Uh, we offer information from high-touch to high-tech. So it doesn't mean that the on-site events go away. It's just that this is another avenue for those people that like to um, do things um, digitally. Now, sometimes it's it's just a matter of the situation. If, if you've noticed, things are changing. As I said before, conditions change. Conditions are changing for the workforce. There are a lot of people teleworking these days. So you don't find people at their desk every day. People are working remote. They're traveling more. They might be working from another location, um, and they can't get to their their agency fair. Um, they may be in a, a remote location that can't host a fair because it's too small. They um, they may be busy and have com- a conflict that day. They may be out and so forth. So this is a way to make it available for everybody um, when they can do it, when they want to do it. It's a Starbucks model. We'll do it your way. Um, you can do it, and as I mentioned, you can do it in the confines of your home with your partner or spouse. We often go to fairs, and we see, and I'm going to pick on the guys. We'll see some of the guys going around and picking up all the materials, and we say, do you have any questions? No, 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 no. I'm taking these home so I can sit down with my spouse, and 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 we can go through through this together. I'm one of those guys, too. You're one of those. I didn't mean to offend you, but um, but basically, I, I do see that. So the answer, the, the short answer to your question is, 
we are still doing um, fairs. We do almost 400 of them, long-term care partners, where we represent uh, uh, information on benefits for enrolling in dental and vision plans. And we also represent the federal long-term care insurance program. So we're there, we're everywhere, um, and we like to, to talk personally to people, not only for people interested in these programs who are, haven't been in before, but people that want to um, make some changes or have questions. Great. And and what is the, the website for that? I want to make sure we mention that a few times so folks are able to find it. Yes, it is www.ltcfeds.com. Now, if you want to go directly to register, you would go www.ltcfeds.com slash e-learning. But if you forget the e-learning, you can just go to www.ltcfeds. When you go there, you would click on the virtual benefits fair, and you only have to register once. And based upon the feedback, this is our third year of doing the virtual benefits fair, we heard from you all that said, please make the registration easier. We don't want to give you a lot of information. So we're asking for three pieces of information, your name, your state, and your email address. And once you provide that information, you can go to our website and you can just um, uh, give your email address and you're in the virtual benefits fair. You can register starting now. We already have over 4,000 people who have registered and um, and we will give you reminders between now and November 13th so that you'll get a reminder, open season starts on that day. Click here and you'll go directly to the link for um, the virtual benefits fair and you put in your, your email address and you're in. Great. Thank you, John. Uh, I think we're going to take a pause here and take our first break. And then maybe when we come back and uh, dig a little bit deeper and, and pro- maybe provide some tips and tricks for folks as they think about how to use this resource uh, as they're going through their decision-making process during open season uh, this year. Uh, you're listening to Fed Talk on Federal News Radio, 1500 AM. Make long-term care insurance part of your retirement plan. Long-term care is expensive, and it's not covered by traditional types of insurance plans. With benefits designed specifically for the federal family, the Federal Long-Term Care Insurance Program offers a smart way to help protect savings and assets and remain independent should you need long-term care services someday. Start planning for the future. Take the next step and visit ltcfeds.com today. That's ltcfeds.com. Welcome back to Fed Talk on Federal News Radio, 1500 AM. We're talking open season and combined federal campaign with uh, Joan Melanson from Long-Term Care Partners and Joyce Warner from the Federal Employee Education and Assistance Fund. Uh, before the break, we were talking about the new virtual benefits fair and uh, options that, that are going to be uh, uh, available and, and help folks uh, navigate those, those many options starting on uh, – November 13th through December 11th. And uh, uh, wanted to just continue that conversation, Joan, uh, with a little bit more kind of uh, uh, just as, as folks get a sense of uh, and think about their decisions this, this open season, um, um, what, what does this tool look like? Is, is, is it just like a, um, an Expedia-like model that helps you price shop and compare, or are there going to be experts on hand that can also answer specific and individual questions? That's a very good question, uh, Jason. 
Um, when you click on the virtual benefits fair link after you've registered, what you will first see is a person, an avatar, that will welcome you to the fair. And and you can listen to that. She'll, I'm not sure if it's a male or female now uh, that we finally decide. I think it's Jessica, um, the female. And she will explain um, uh, how it's set up. And if you don't want to listen to it, you just click and, and continue. And what you'll then see will be different booths. So you'll see something that says FedVIP. And then when you click on that, you'll see a booth for all the dental plans, the 10 dental plans. The, um, then you'll see another booth that you could click on for the four vision plans. You'll also see uh, benefits where you can see the comparison tools for all the FedVIP carriers. You'll see another one for FEHB because we have the seven national um, uh Health insurance carriers, that comprises over 80% of the market. So you can see what changes they've made this year. You'll see um, uh, the federal long-term care insurance program behind another box, as they say, and FSA feds. So imagine that you see these different booths and you decide what you want to look at within each category. You click on that uh, category and you'll see the individual carriers. At that point, you can click on all the individual carriers and you will see all of their information. And they have all provided what their plan brochures look like. So you can either read them online or, or um, print them or put, put them in your online um, briefcase for uh, uh, research later. They'll have uh, all their different brochures. They'll have calculators. They'll have uh, webinars, all the tools that you would see if you went individually to all the different carriers. But the beauty of this is it's one-stop shopping. It's all in one place. So if you, if you said, gee, I don't know what all of the dental carriers are, this way you'll see the 10 dental carriers that have been approved by OPM. You'll see the four vision carriers and you'll be, and there'll be some regional ones and you'll be able to tell whether those regional plans apply to your, to your, um, uh, to your area where you live. Now you asked a little bit about, are there experts? Well, during the 24 seven period of time of open season, there's always the listing of an email and a phone number for each carrier. So you know how to get in touch with them. And that would be um, one way of doing it. The other thing that's very exciting is on the first day of open season, November 13th and December 5th, we'll have an online chat day. And that's very exciting because you can give, you can uh, real-time chat with all the different carriers. We, we request that you keep the personal information out. Uh, you know, don't ask. This, you can probably talk about that offline in a conversation. But you can chat with, with the various uh, representatives. They've all committed to having um, a representative there who can answer your questions. Also on those two days, Tammy Flanagan, who's an expert in benefits. She's also affiliated with GovExec. Um, and she is doing a live webinar at 2 p.m. Eastern time. She'll take an extended uh, Q&A afterwards, too. So we're trying to provide as much personal assistance as combined. But, you know, it's very difficult since the all the representatives, they're also out there doing uh, fairs, too, to try to get them to do more than two days of chat. But we, we had quite a good um, um, uh, chatting 
chatting sessions last year. This is our third year, and we expect the momentum to keep building over the years as we continue the uh, the fair. That's great. Well, and, and hopefully people will take advantage of this opportunity. Feds do find that what they have selected in the past works just great, but there may be opportunities to put some more money in your pocket and find some savings if you're your personal situation might have changed or that that kid is now out of the house and and uh off your your uh your responsibility so so that there's opportunities out there for for folks to uh uh put some more money back in their pocket you're absolutely right jason we all say if it ain't broken don't fix it and and time passes so quickly that you don't realize that you know your your son or daughter is older and they're they suddenly don't need braces anymore or something, something you've been paying for that you no longer need. Just as an example, it's, it's just, it's just the way we are. It's easy to continue with the same thing. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, And uh, one thing you, you mentioned that there's pretty significant coverage, about 80% coverage for, for those folks that do have some of those regional plans that may have some specific information. Is that going to be available via their normal channels inside their their agencies or on those on-site job fair or uh, open season fairs? Yeah. I mean, I what happens with the on-site fairs, uh, Jason, quite candidly, is not everybody can get to every single agency. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you... <laughs> The larger the the population and the more the people who come, um, the more vendors, the more carriers get there. But not everybody can attend every fair. And the other problem is that they're always on the same few days. You know, everybody wants the Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday of of those weeks. They don't want, and then of course you have uh, uh, Thanksgiving there. So not all the carriers can get get everywhere. So this is an opportunity. You know that 100% of what's available will be here, and you'll be able to see it. Um, I said the 80% of, you know, probably 80 or 90% of the health insurance carriers mm-hmm. are represented. Those those seven health insurance carriers have that much of the market. They're probably 200, over 200 health insurance plans, but seven uh, but seven of them comprise the big portion of the market. There are some um, regional dental uh, uh, carriers that um, there what one two three four there are six uh, national dental plans, but there are uh, four regional dental plans, and and you can tell online if they pertain to your particular uh, region. Great, thanks, thanks, Joan. I appreciate that, and. Uh, one other question I have is, uh, you know, I, I know that uh, you may have some some information about the federal long-term care insurance program. Um, is that also included in the virtual benefits fair? Yes, it is. And in fact, that's um, I've been uh, providing information uh, and with with my staff, of course, uh, all the account managers about the federal long-term care insurance program since its inception in 2002. And uh, the federal long-term care insurance program, while it's not part of open season, we do attend almost 400 health fairs because we're out there not only to talk to uh, folks about the program, but also probably about a third of the people who come by are enrollees who have questions about the program. We want to be available to service them. And the... uh, the good news is that you can apply for this program at any time. 
outside of an open season, and we've only had two of them since um, 2002, the application process is longer. There are 40 questions. But the majority of them are health questions, yes, no, and if yes, explain. So if you're healthy, it's a matter of answering more questions and at the end getting um, authorizing for um, medical records to be um, obtained. But we always say to people, if you think you're you're interested in in long-term care insurance and planning for it, take a look at this program. They're private plans as well. Take a look at this one, see how it stacks up, and, and start uh, seeing if it makes sense for you. The younger you are, the more likely to be um, underwritten, meaning you're, you're medically, um, you'll be medically approved for this program. You don't have to be in perfect health, but there are certain conditions that will preclude your being in the program. And the more affordable it is, because as you get older and closer to the age of, of claim, which is, you know, in your about 75 or so, the more expensive it's, it's going to be, just like life insurance. Uh, it's going to be more expensive when you purchase it the closer to uh, utilization that that you are. So we're out there providing information about long-term care in general. And on our website, LTC Feds, you'll get all the information that you um, uh, that you need about the program. We also have, for anybody has, who has any questions either about uh, the federal long about long term care in general, the federal long term care insurance program, or the virtual benefits fair. You can call our consultants at one eight hundred LTC Feds, and they will help you. They're not commissioned agents, but they'll answer any questions and they'll um, navigate you through um, the process. Thank you so much, Jen. I think this is hopefully some really helpful and valuable information for our listeners out there as they. Uh, we we head into uh, the start of open season in uh, coming weeks. I just want to summarize the the dates and a couple key points of of, of information for our listeners here that, that Joan shared with us. Uh, so open season will will be running from uh, November 13th through the 11th. That virtual benefits fair with the uh, Tammy Flanagan and other on on site live Q and A will take place on opening day on the 13th of November as well as December 5th at 2 p.m. And folks need to go to the website ltcfeds.com for more information and to sign up now for the Virtual Benefits Fair. Did I That's miss anything? Perfect. Absolutely perfect. So, uh, yeah, before you know it, it's a week from Monday that open season starts. So it's a big day for everybody. Perfect. Well, Joan Melanson from Long-Term Care Partners, thanks so much for uh, joining us to, to talk about open season. I hope you'll stick around for the second half of this conversation. After the break, we'll be talking with Joyce Warner from the Federal Employee Education and Assistance Fund, talking about combined federal campaign and uh, new developments at our, our favorite uh, federal employee beneficiary charity, FIA. Make long-term care insurance part of your retirement plan. Long-term care is expensive, and it's not covered by traditional types of insurance plans. With benefits designed specifically for the federal family, the Federal Long-Term Care Insurance Program offers a smart way to help protect savings and assets and remain independent should you need long-term care services someday. Start planning for the future. Take the next step and visit ltcfeds.com today. That's ltcfeds.com. If you're a federal law enforcement officer, then you know to do your job, you tap inside sources. To have a voice on policy and legislation, you join FLIOA. And when you want federal law enforcement officer news and up-to-date federal court decisions, you read FedAgent.com. 
If you aren't reading FedAgent.com, subscribe today. It's free. Don't let this sauce pass you by. I'm John Adler, President of the Federal Law Enforcement Officers Association, and I approve this message. Welcome back to Fed Talk on Federal News Radio, 1500 AM. Uh, we are back to our conversation uh, with Joyce Warner from FIA, Federal Education, Federal Employee Education and Assistance Fund, uh, talking about CFC. Uh, listeners of this program, as well as uh, those of Mike Causey, are, are likely familiar with uh, with FIA. Um, and uh, before we dive into our chat about uh, CFC, uh, just Joyce wanted to welcome you back to the program again and, and, and maybe just give you an opportunity to help orient folks and, and remind them about uh, what FIA is all about uh, before we dive into our, our conversation about uh, the CFC. Great. Jason, thanks so much for having me today. Um, it's great to be with Joan also and share the time today. Jo- uh, LTCP has been a great supporter also of federal employees through FIA. So for those of you who might be new to, to FIA, we are a national charity, a 501c3, and we're basically a charity for federal employees by federal employees. And so uh, in our 30 years, we've worked with 50,000 families um, all across the U.S., including some Fed civilians stationed overseas um, in times of need, either those who've been victims of disasters, which, of course, unfortunately right now is, is a lot of Feds. Uh, we have 100 families so far that we've approved for support, and we have more in the pipeline. Um, we have we give loans, no interest, no fee loans to people who have had a personal tragedy, a death in the family, a sick child, their kitchen burnt down, something that they were on track financially, and something set them back. And we want to help them from going down a precipice of uh, of bad debt. And so we try to help them get back on their feet. And we also do scholarships. Uh, we have, and I'll talk about that a little later, an annual merit-based scholarship program. We did 270 scholarships last year. So um, there's a lot of opportunity for feds to get involved with FIA, and, and I'm happy to be here today to talk a little bit about that. Well, thank you so much. We, we, we appreciate your time and, and all the work that, that you're doing. Uh, you mentioned, uh, you know, right now with, with uh, the, all the disaster folks uh, that, that you all are assisting and uh, I know that you know we have we have people down along the Gulf Coast uh, as well as out in Puerto Rico, and mm-hmm. uh, that there's some challenges, especially with with folks in places like Puerto Rico who still don't have internet and and access to kind of base things that we have come to be very reliant on. And uh, uh, what's kind of that process there in trying sure. to help get aid to those folks? Yeah. So FIA, you know, our program, I I think of it as more disaster recovery. Right. We are not a first responder um, because of our we're a small group. We have we have five employees and <laughs> we're working all across the U.S. So we are really working on recovery. And our disaster program is helping people get back in their homes with major home repairs where FEMA or home insurance are not are not going to cover it for them um, or not or their deductibles are high. We see that a lot. People in hurricane areas, sometimes their deductibles five. I see seven hundred seventy five hundred dollar deductibles. So if your roof blew off and you have a $7,500 deductible, you know, that's a big expense for you to pick up. Well, I'm about to buy a new roof for my house, and that's about what it costs. <laughs> yeah, that's about what it costs, right? <laughs> um, so our application is online. You can apply from your phone. It's mobile-friendly at www.fia.org forward slash disaster. Um, 
And we are starting to just now get our first applications from Puerto Rico for people for repairs. You know, one thing, normally our, our funds are for major home repairs, roofs. We I saw a lot of pictures. I tell you, I took my son to see that movie Geostorm. I've been feeling at work a little bit like it's Geostorm with all the storms we've been dealing with about yeah. the natural disasters. And just floors and walls ripped out and roofs. I mean, a lot of damage. So the other thing we support is people who've been displaced. So we may help give some funding where people have to live in a hotel while the house is repaired because it's inhabitable. Um, And we added in beds for feds this year because in Houston, so many houses were flooded at such a level, people's beds were lost. And so we've actually, when people, the house was flooded, including the whole bed soaked, that's like, you know, irreparable, basically, we've been giving grants to help people replace their beds. So we've really been trying to reach out a lot. A lot's been going on. We're starting to see some California wildfires applications. It's just been a really rough season with the weather this year. Well, <laughs> thanks for, for all the work that, that you and your colleagues if you are doing to, to try and help uh, folks out in need. And uh, I think that's a good tie-in to CFC time. Um, and and I know that you and, and FIA are, are excited about some of the new changes at, uh, at the CFC this year that, that have been put in place in recent years. Um, Maybe you can fill us in on on what's sure. new and and maybe what that may mean uh, for the ability of FIA to have a greater impact on those that it's uh, hoping to help out. Definitely. Well, I could not be more excited, and we at FIA not could not be more excited about the changes to the CFC this year. And you may not know that there was a commissioned report on the 50th anniversary of the CFC that really looked hard at what's changing in the charitable world and how does the CFC need to modernize. And this year they put in some amazing changes um, that make it good for charities and good for feds. Uh, And so a couple things. One, they have a new web portal. So, you know, some agencies, they were using paper slips. Some people are using websites. It was kind of a little bit of everything last year. Now there is a super friendly website. It's cfcgiving.opm.gov. And that website is very easy to make your pledge. Um, in fact, my husband tested it out and he made his pledges for the years and I, and it was one of the easiest things I had seen. And, and that's a big change and it may seem like a small change, but if you're asking people to give and it's hard to do, mm-hmm. you're hurting the charities. So that's a huge investment. I think that OPM has made. Um, the other thing is there is a great deal more transparency of the fundraising costs on the charities. So in the past you made a pledge and FIA got a check. And we didn't know how we didn't really know how much you pledged and what came out. We just kind of got what was left. So we didn't know how much of that was fees, how much were people retired or left the federal workforce. Now we pay a registration fee up front and then all the pledges come to FIA. So there's a lot more transparency in what the costs are. And the reality is I think the costs are lower because the way they've restructured it, there's less kind of middlemen along the way. So there's a lot more direct funding going. And I think that in, in that case, I now feel like for an organization like FIA, which has a lot of feds giving through the CFC, that it's comparable to some of our other fundraising mechanisms with individual donors. Whereas in the past, it was a more pricey way for us to raise funds for, for the mission of the organization. So that I, I'm super excited about. Um, you can pledge volunteering now. Now, why is it now, now no one will come back and say, did you really volunteer? But it lets people say they want to volunteer with this organization. Um, FIA also maintains a website for people to register for volunteering, which I can talk a little bit about. Uh, it's www.fia.org forward slash volunteer. But 
I think what trends in philanthropy are showing is that people volunteer and give in partnership. They give their whole self with the charities mm -hmm. they're involved with. And I think that OPM recognizes that. And I also think that being able to quantify that feds who are public servants and give every single day also on their own time volunteer all this is a really important message to get out to the American people. So we're excited about that change. Um, one piece of advice for those of you who pledge, there's a box at the end saying, do you want the charity to know your name and your address or whatever to be able to thank you? If you don't check that box, we have no idea who pledged to us. And I will tell you a personal story in our house. There's a charity we've been giving to for years. And my husband says, you know, we never hear anything from this charity. And we've been pledging to them for years. Well, he's never been, he was never checking the box on the paper form. And he didn't realize that. Um, check the box because we know you want to know that your money was well spent. We want to tell you how we spent your money. But if we don't know who you are, we can't. And I think people don't realize that that box is kind of really important. And, you know, with CFCs, it's, it's, it's tax deductible. If you're itemizing your taxes, at the end of the year, you can deduct these donations because they're all 501c3s like FIA. And we're, we're asking, what if everybody gave $2 a paycheck? You know, then we could be there for all the people who have the sick kids, their house burns down, um, you know, help get good kids into college scholarships. We could do more if we could get that level of commitment. And I think by the time you deduct it from your taxes, you'll find that $2 a paycheck, you won't miss it. It's not even a cup of coffee in your agency's cafeteria. Well, thanks, Joyce. It sounds like the, the changes that have been put in place are a win-win for, for charities as well as feds. So we'll, we'll see uh, how it all shakes out, I guess, huh? Uh, and, and and if I'm correct, CFC has already kicked off, correct? Yes, it kicked off last month. The website is live. And actually, another change I forgot to mention is that it's going to run through January 12th this year, 2018, which we think is great because we know a lot of people have use or lose leave. They have family obligations as we roll up on the end of the year. They have open enrollment they need to take care of. They have other things they need to do. So we're active and we're asking people to pledge now, but we're excited that when they come back at the beginning of the year, they still have time and probably more bandwidth um, to decide on their pledges. Well, and you can take a charitable deduction in two different years, yeah. even better. Well, you can. Uh, usually what happens is the pledges that you make now and through January will come out of your paycheck in calendar year 2018, mm. so you can deduct them from your 2018 taxes. Got it. That's a, that's a good clarification for folks as they're thinking about that. Um, I think that we... Anything else on CFC before we dive into uh, what's new at FIA? You know, I think those are the big things. Let me just say the website again in case folks yeah. missed it or hasn't gotten word to them. It's cfcgiving, one word, dot opm, dot gov. And I, I really encourage everybody to check it out. FIA's number is 11185. I would be remiss if I did not say that and probably get yelled at when I got back to the office. Um, so we're 11185. You can search by our name, but honestly, it's also easy to know the names of your charities. Great. Uh, thank you, Joyce. Uh, we'll be back after a word from our sponsor and with uh, Joyce Warner from the Federal Employee Education and Assistance Fund. 
Make long-term care insurance part of your retirement plan. Long-term care is expensive, and it's not covered by traditional types of insurance plans. With benefits designed specifically for the federal family, the Federal Long-Term Care Insurance Program offers a smart way to help protect savings and assets and remain independent should you need long-term care services someday. Start planning for the future. Take the next step and visit ltcfeds.com today. That's ltcfeds.com. Welcome back to Fed Talk on Federal News Radio, 1500 AM. We're entering the last segment of our show and uh, returning to our, our conversation with Joyce Warner from, from FIA. And we were talking before the break about some some exciting new developments with the combined federal campaign this year. And uh, wanted to, to shift uh, now into kind of learning a little bit about um, – some 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 new focus areas and programs, as well as some some expansion of, of existing initiatives at at FIA that uh, Joyce has, has been helping lead for uh, what is, you and your job uh, about a year now. Joyce yeah, thirteen is the new months. Executive director. Today, actually. Great. <laughs> so so what's what's in store uh, for FIA for for twenty eighteen and beyond? Yeah. So let me start by talking a little bit about Public Service Recognition Week. Um, that's the first week of May. We're talking about May already. Um, we're talking about May already. Well, we, you know, we plan ahead. So, um, but what I, what I, but there's an opportunity now to get engaged for folks and to volunteer and win some prizes for this. And so that's why I wanted to bring it up now. Um, FIA is the official charity of the public service charity walk and run that takes place each May. It's actually May 6th this year. Um, and the DC race is going to be at National Harbor, which we're very excited about to be hosted at National Harbor this year on the river. But we also have groups that walk and run in their communities all across the US. So this is not just a regional event. And um, and we have a lot of great sponsors who come out. And I think this event is important for a couple of reasons. One, it shows support for feds. It's, it's feds and their families getting out and reminding everybody how hard they work every day. So they think that's important. It's a great health and wellness activity. Um, it's a great way to get out on a nice Sunday morning Go for a walk with your family and show your support. But this year, one of the things we're doing is we are having a program called the Volunteer Crew. And uh, you can read about this on our website at www.fia.org forward slash 5K. But uh, in in a summary, one of the things we're doing is uh, the race is not expensive to participate in. The regular uh, early bird price through uh, April 1st is, is $20 to register. But if you go to this website and register as a volunteer, you get a friends and family discount code, right? And we'll email it, a personal code for you. And if you give that code out, your friends and family will save $5 on their registration. So then it becomes a $15 investment. Um, if you're local, you get a t-shirt, you're gonna get a snack pack, you're gonna get professional race timing. If you're not local, we'll mail you a t-shirt. So you know, you'll have that for race day. But we're giving prizes for people who help get the word out. So if you, for example, um, if you register 10 people, you get a free registration. If you register 25 people, you get a $50 gift certificate to the movies. If you register 50 people, you get a GoPro hero. Um, If you register 100 people, you win an iPad. And it goes up and up and up. Um, The highest prize for the highest number of registrants is a $1,000 cruise gift certificate. So you really can win great prizes. And what we're just trying to do is get feds out to show support for feds. 
um, and also incentivize this with these prizes. So we're hoping to have a lot of folks sign up. Again, you can sign up at www.fia.org. That's FIA is F-E-E-A dot O-R-G forward slash 5K. Um, there's a button right there that says volunteer. When you see it, you click it, you put your name in, and we'll email you back in a day or two your code, and you can start giving it out. So that's an exciting thing. Um, last year, we had just an amazing group of people volunteering in other cities. We had groups walking and running in Chicago, Atlanta, Nevada, Colorado, all across the U.S., and we want to see that again this year. Great. Well, and, you know, I want to I know that Joan Long-Term Care Partners has, has been a big supporter of, of both FIA and that event, and, and you've been down to, to run with us uh, several times in the past. And just, you know, kind of from, from your perspective, uh, you know, what is it about FIA and, and this event in particular that, that you know, kind of keeps, keeps you coming back and keeps your, your company coming back? Well, I mean, Long-Term Care Partners is about service in general. I mean, we're helping feds with their benefit programs. So it's a natural extension to be supporting FIA. Uh, we work with feds all the time when we pay out claims for uh, to families for uh, long-term care insurance needs. It's kind of like what uh, Joyce was saying. I mean, if you if you need help, if you have a catastrophic uh, event like uh, repairing a house or something, but you know, long-term care uh, needs and expenses can be devastating to a family, and we're paying out those claims. We hear from family members all the time. You know, this was a lifesaver t- to us. Um, and and we've been paying uh, uh, upwards of uh, seven million dollars now a month in, in claims. So it, it's it's Sophia is a natural extension for helping um, uh, feds. And I feel great when I come down here. And I'm going to have to start getting into shape for that run every year. I get it's like, oh no, May's right down the corner, and and after the long uh, winters in New England and not getting out, I have to get back into shape. But um, we feel good about being involved. Um, we have supported not only uh, the race, but uh, the scholarship fund that uh, that uh, has been very near and dear to Long-Term Care Partners' mission. We're, we're strong supporters of, of education for, uh, for, for feds. It's, it's very important to us to help people uh, have those opportunities. So um, thank you for asking. It's always a very uh, feel-good experience for us whenever we, we work with FIA and we support their initiatives. Well, thanks, thanks for, your, for your support of the community, Joan, and, and long-term care partners. And, and as you mentioned, the, the scholarships, uh, uh, you know, you, you touched on that earlier, Joyce, but I, I want to circle back to that because I know that's a, another one of your, your your main program areas at at FIA that that folks may be interested about, especially as we're in uh, school application and mm-hmm. early acceptance and and all of that time, uh, mm-hmm. which is a very exciting time for families. Yeah, and well, and you may not know that it is National Scholarship Month, November. Um, when a lot of organizations launch their scholarship programs, and we will be launching ours this month also. Um, so, you know, for FIA, we we do two types of scholarships. We have what we call survivor scholarships, and a lot of people uh, know us for that, that FIA has been there for the children who lost a parent in uh, Oklahoma City on 9-11 and some of the embassy bombings and other diplomatic terrorist attacks. Um, and And... Some of those children are grown, and, and some of them were babies. They were infants at the time. So we have children. We have 16 children this year that we're still working with that were were, were infants at the time of these different attacks, and, and they're still finishing their schooling, and that's something that we're really thankful that we've been able to do with all of our individual and organizational supporters. 
But every year we do uh, merit-based scholarships. And our scholarships, um, we do them with different partners like the long-term care. We partner with uh, different businesses. We partner with uh, individual donations. Um, some families have sponsored scholarships. Uh, we have, um, and some unions and associations sponsor scholarships for their members. But our, our uh, combined scholarship application and program, uh, again, we're small, so we kind of administer it as one big program, is gonna, the deadline is going to be in late March. Um, the application will be out this month, and the scholarships range between one and five thousand um, dollars. Different sponsors sponsor at different levels. I'd like to make a comment because we've been involved in that program for a while, and I have to tell you, the caliber of the students who apply is amazing. The applications—I mean, you read these applications and you say they're all qualified. And how do you differentiate? You want to you want to give something to everybody, and not only that. When and we've made some calls after the fact in the past, and we've run help, you know, run some press releases. They the the people who receive this money are just so thankful. There there's so much gratitude. It is it really makes the difference between alleviating some of that stress. Here you are trying to get through school and better yourself, and to get that. That little bit of money, that little bit of help, is is so important. I, uh, I, I, I gotta say, it's it's such a um, very valuable program. So please continue it. We are we are planning, and we are planning to continue. And this year, just like last year, the application will be online, which I think all the students are used to because everything they have to do is is online. Um, we will be having a webinar, I think, right after the new year. Um, to kind of give people tips, you know, because we see some places where folks um, would probably benefit if they knew those types of tips to be more competitive. And we want to make a fair open playground, a fair, you know, field for everybody to apply. So we please follow us on Facebook and Twitter because we will be uh, at Feds Helping Feds announcing when those webinars will be so people can learn. And, you know, the scholarships themselves, they're open to federal employees. They're open to their children. And they're open to their spouses for undergraduate or graduate study. We also have a partnership with NARF um, where they support children or grandchildren of NARF, you know, retired feds who uh, want to apply. Uh, and I meant, forgot to mention also that NARF, we have a partnership with NARF for retired feds who are NARF members for uh, disaster relief for them. So if there's retired feds in need of support who are NARF members, they should also um, check out our website so they can apply. Thanks, Joyce. Well, and I, I, I think that as a, a really important clarification about about the program that, that that this isn't just for your your high school students who are thinking about uh, college, but but these scholarships can be and and are indeed available for for feds themselves who may be looking at getting another credential or another degree to help them advance their their career and uh, the work that they do. And, and so hopefully folks, if, if you were thinking, well, I have a kid, I'm, I'm, you know, uh, my kids are all grown up. I'm going to tune that out. Um, this, this is still relevant for you as well. Mm -hmm. You know, Jason, would you mind, I want to say a little bit about the loan program too, if you have. Sure, absolutely. Um, so, you know, FIA has for a long time had this no fee, no interest loan program. And, and we're, uh, and we, we are still doing it, and we're also looking at in the coming years. And I invite folks to send an email at any time to um, Feds Helping Feds at fia.org if they have suggestions for other programs they think that we should develop. Because one of the things we're going to be looking at over the next year is 
where are the other areas where FIA, because of its nonprofit national status um, and experience, could be helpful to federal families, right? Where can we be? And we're talking about ways we can be maybe an honest broker of information about financial education, for example, at different stages of life. How can we help feds more holistically? But the, the loan program is important, and I, and I mention it because um, we do see people who are in this very specific space of they, they, they're, they, on a regular day when nothing happens to them, their income and their expenses meet. Maybe they don't have a huge cushion between the two, but they, they are able to get by. But that derailing event can set them off on a spiral that just, you know, they can't catch up. And the debt becomes bigger and bigger. And so if, if you are somebody like that or you have a f- colleague who is in that situation, I encourage them to look at our website about the loan program because, you know, it is like a regular loan. You know, we do look at people's credit. They have to fill out a loan application. They have to sign a loan agreement. I mean, it's like a regular loan, but it's fast and it, uh, it, 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 uh, it's no interest and no fee. And I think so that's where, because we don't, we're trying to keep feds who fit into this category of having been okay financially and then being derailed. We're trying to help them avoid having to go down the payday loan route, uh, you know, the extreme credit card route, because then they're going to get themselves in a hole they can't get out of. And that's really important to us. No, uh, thanks, Joyce. I think that's that's really important to um, to mention and, and to make sure that folks are, are aware of. Uh, we only have a, a, a couple minutes left in, in the program here, and, and so maybe just wanted to provide uh, the, the two of you just kind of a, a last opportunity to, to kind of run down some of the, the high points, making sure that everyone knows the, uh, the websites and social media channels and date ranges that they need to have on their radars for both the, the combined federal campaign um, and uh, open season this year. Uh, maybe we'll uh, we'll continue with you, Joyce, and then we'll we'll kick it back over to to Joan as a, as a final reminder on open season. Sure. So for the combined federal campaign, it runs from now through January twelfth. Um, you can pledge at uh, cfcgiving.opm.gov. FIA's number is one 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 eight five, and we hope everyone would consider a two dollar pay period pledge. Um, to help support the federal community in their times of need. Uh, And the Public Service 5K, if you'd like to volunteer, get that discount code, have a chance to win some great prizes, you can visit www.fia.org forward slash 5K. And lastly, if you you know of someone who's suffered from one of these presidentially declared natural disasters, they have major damage, they haven't heard about our program, and they're a Fed or a retiree NARF member, please send them to our website at www.fia.org forward slash disaster. Great. Thank you so much, Joyce. Joan, uh, let's let's remind folks again about what they need to know about about open season and and where to to find some information. Okay, some more dates and and websites. Yep. Um, open season is uh, right around the corner, a week from Monday. That's November thirteenth. It runs from November thirteenth through December eleventh, and uh, the virtual benefits fair will run simultaneously with the open season opening on November 13th with um, an online chat on that day, all day, as well as December 5th 
That's our online chat day where you can chat with representatives. Uh, we have 28 booths covering uh, the 20, uh, covering the 10 dental carriers, the four vision, seven major health insurance carriers, FSA feds, uh, the federal long-term care insurance program and benefits. And it'll give you, and you can visit all of the websites under one roof 24 seven during open season. The two online chat dates are the 13th of November, the 5th of December. And to register, it is ltcfeds.com slash e-learning. Or if you forget the e-learning, it's just ltcfeds. Click on the virtual benefits fair. You can register uh, and go back using email, uh, your email address uh, anywhere between now and the opening of the vir- virtual benefits fair on that very first day. Any questions, call us at one 800 ltc feds. Great. Well, well, thank you uh, both so much uh, for joining us today to uh, help us uh, make sure that, that all of our Fed Talk listeners out there, both here in the D.C. area and, and out around the, the country and the world, um, have some useful information as, as they go into open season and uh, as they're thinking about their, their charitable giving this holiday season, uh, that they, they know about some of these important developments with the combined federal campaign um, and a way that they can help their federal f- uh, members of the federal family um, via uh, via. Uh, I'd like to thank just one last time uh, Joan Melanson from Fed- uh, the Long Term Care uh, Partners. Thank and you, Jason. It's an honor to be here as always. Always happy to have you. And Joyce Warner from the Federal Employee Education and Assistance Fund. Thanks, Jason. And uh, with that, that's all the time we have for our program today. Uh, thank you all for listening. Fed Talk is brought to you by the Federal Employment Law Firm of Shaw, Bransford, and Roth. Have a great day and a great weekend.